You're listening to a message from Victory Carmona. We hope to inspire and encourage you today. Magandang araw po sa lahat and once again, we welcome you to our online worship service. We just want to invite you to worship God with us kahit nasa bahay po kayo o nasa opisina. I know that the Lord is very excited to commune with us anywhere we are right now. So let us just welcome Him and let His Holy Spirit move. Hallelujah. Let's worship Him. Glory for we wanna see 
Let's give the Lord the best worship, the best praise, for He alone deserves everything. Thank you, Lord, for the immeasurable love that you have given us. We don't deserve it, O God, but you have chose to save us, to love us.
Righteousness shall be the belt of his waist and faithfulness the belt of his loins. Hallelujah. Totoo lang po, ang Diyos ay tapat at hindi lang siya tapat, siya ay sapat at siya ay makatuwiran. That's why when we give something to God, 
ang Diyos po, we, we cannot, hindi natin kayang tawaran eh. Kasi pag nagbigay tayo something maliit, He gives us bountifully back. Paano yun? Yung word na pagpapala, narinig nyo po yung word na pagpapala, no? The word na pagpapala basically means shovel full. When God blesses us, when we give Him a spoonful of something, He shovels back. Hindi dahil mayabang ang Diyos, pero that's who God is. He cannot deny Himself. He is generous, He is righteous, He is faithful. So right now, as we are on our uh, generous giving, uh, there, there will be a number John, sa screen natin later on. You can send your GCash or your offering, uh, deposit it over the bank, over the counter, or maybe you can send it in other ways. But before we do so, can we just thank the Lord yung pong pagbibigay natin sa Kanya sa oras na to. Panginoon, we thank you. We thank you that you are faithful, you are righteous. Ikaw ay tapat at sapat sa aming mga pangangailangan. As we offer to you first our hearts and our wallets, Lord, let it be that we would experience your faithfulness in our generosity. For you are worthy of our praise. We thank you. We honor you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Sarap ng live eh, no? May mga ganun talaga eh. <laughs> So good morning to each and everyone. Uh, welcome to our online worship service. Uh, my name is Pastor Elijah and we're now on our new series, Trustworthy. So how many of us enjoyed, uh, grabe no, six weeks of us being encouraged and us being reminded that we need to be the salt, we need to be the light in this world, in our communities, in our family, kung nasan man tayo, sa kapitbahay natin na... Uh, na alam mo yon yung laging nangunguha ng uh, ano bang tawag doon mangga di ba na laging nagtatapon ng basura but we need to be salt and light 
to that community, to our family, to the people around us. So now we're, we're looking now on the book of Isaiah again. So the past six weeks, no, we talked about the book of Isaiah, but on a different lens, which is us being the salt and the light. But today we'll look into the book of Isaiah with the lens of who God is and ano yung covenant relationship. We're gonna hear the word covenant time and time again over the next six weeks. But this is the series objective na meron tayo for this series. No? So the series objective is we will establish in a stronger foundation in Christ through a deeper revelation of our covenant relationship with God as spoken to and through the prophet Isaiah, and which will produce greater fruitfulness, godly living, and multi-generational impact in our homes, communities, and nation. And I like the, the series objective na meron tayo. It's because yung... yung Minsan lang natin pinag-uusapan yung covenant. Minsan lang natin, naririnig natin yan. Pero do we really know what it is? On, on the view of who God is and what, ano yung prinamis niya in the, in, 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 in the scripture and ano yung kaya niyang gawin in our lives because of that covenant, because of that promise. So over the next six weeks, we'll talk about God's faithfulness. We'll talk about it today. We'll talk about God's salvation. We'll talk about God's passion, God's holiness. I'll talk about God's spirit and then God's remnant. So, ito yung encouragement ko sa inyo, no? to us that is uh, watching right now. Sabayan nyo po kami as we go through the book of Isaiah. And I have this uh, parang reminder dun sa inyong mga version app. Mga mga of you has version, no? na devotional, sabayan nyo po kami. There is a devotional there that says immersion into Isaiah. And you'll read Isaiah about two and a half times, I think, three times for 21 days. And then, basahin lang po natin ulit as lo, ano, habang nandito tayo sa book of Isaiah. No? And once you read the book of Isaiah, read as well 1 Kings chapter 15 to 18 and 2 Chronicles chapter 25 to 32. So, yun po, no? when we have that devotional, so yung context na po is reading the book of Isaiah. However, uh, yung background niya, kung ano yung nangyayari, kung bakit sinabi ni Isaiah to, kung bakit niya kinausap si King Ahaz, kung bakit siya nag-usap ni King Hezekiah. It's found in 1 Kings chapter 15 to 16 and 2 Chronicles chapters 25 to 32. So I hope and pray that as we go through the book of Isaiah, we can understand more. Ito yung isa sa mga mahirap intindihin prophets. Ito, ito yung isa mga pinakamahirap intindihin na book but I hope and pray that you will go through this with us. And when, when reading the book of Isaiah, I hope this is the lens that we use, that a lens wherein we have a covenant-keeping God. And us, a sinful man, yun yung covenant natin kay God, no? that kahit over and over again, we fail, we fail God because of our disobedience, because of our rebellion, because dun sa mga bagay na ginagawa natin na ayaw ni Lord, and yet He is still faithful to His covenant. So we talk about faithfulness, we talk about His salvation, His passion, His holiness, His spirit, and His remnant. We will discover that He is a covenant-keeping God who is worthy of our trust, worthy of our devotion, and worthy of our worship. So sabayan niyo po kami as we go through the book of Isaiah. So yun nga, no? uh, this is trustworthy, and uh, we'll read in Isaiah chapter 1, 
verses 12 to 20. So, uh, if you have your Bibles with you, you can uh, read it with me. Uh, Isaiah chapter 1, verses 12 to 20. Uh, let me read it. It says, When you come to appear before me, who has required of you this trampling of courts, bring no more vain offerings. Incest is an abomination to me. New moon and Sabbath and the calling of the convocation. I cannot endure iniquity and solemn assembly. Your new moons and your appointed feast, my soul hates. They have become a burden to me. I'm weary of bearing them. When you spread out your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Even though you make many prayers, I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood. Wash yourselves. Make yourselves clean. Remove the evil of your deeds before my eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do good, seek justice, correct oppression, bring justice to the fatherless, plead the widow's case. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land, but if you refuse and rebel, you shall be eaten by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. May God, may God add blessing upon the reading of His word. Shall we pray, Lord? Thank you for the word that you have given to us. We read through Isaiah today and over the next six weeks, Lord. I hope and pray that you will illuminate us, Holy Spirit, that you will reveal us, Lord, who you are, that, you, that the, the laws that you have, the commandments that you have will serve as a mirror, Lord, that yes, we cannot do those things, those commandments, but you're a covenant-keeping God. That you're, you're always full of love, grace, and mercy. Lord, that you're always ready to forgive. That you're inviting us to come to you no matter where we are in our circumstances, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for being a faithful God. Guide us through this week. Hide me behind your cross. Your love, your grace, your mercy will be seen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So the passage that we have read, Isaiah chapter 1, verses 12 to 20, is actually an incomplete story because we need to go back further to Isaiah chapter 1, verse 2 for us to understand more dun sa kwento na binasa natin. But before we go into the, into the word na binasa natin, sinabi ko kanina na yung covenant, lagi natin marinig yan over the next six weeks. This is the first installment first six weeks of the book of Isaiah, and then we'll have another six weeks, I think, by September or October. So let me just explain what covenant is. So whenever we talk about the covenant, meron na tayong mindset. Alam na natin kung ano yung ibig sabihin ni Lord dun sa covenant, a biblical covenant as well. A covenant is a formal arrangement between two or more parties. The best example there is marriage. Well, so pag pinag-uusapan natin yung marriage, yung alam mo, yung ang tagal nyo na, Mga 10 years, no? 10 years, 11 years, pero hindi pa kayo nagpapakasal. No? Alam mo, nam, alam nyo na mahal nyo yung isa't isa, or kahit sandali pa lang kayo, di ba? Na, na mag-own, mag-own ba yun? Mag-own? <laughs> mag-own. <laughs> na kayo pa lang, pero sandali pa lang, pero, di ba? Un- unless you go through the covenant of marriage, no? one of you or both of you can walk away to sabihin mo, ay, hindi na katamahal. But when you go through the, the covenant of marriage, kahit pa anong sabihin yung hindi nyo mahal ang isa't isa, you have to honor the covenant. You have to honor that 
because uh, you're, you're inviting the presence of God to be, a, to be a witness and those people around you as a covenant, yung witness dun sa ginawa niyong pagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpagpag
going to Genesis chapter 15, now God made himself liable to that promise. Now, remember, there's type na suzerain vassal covenant wherein God is promising something to Abraham, pero merong condition yung binigay ni, ni uh, na promise ni Lord. But in Genesis chapter 15, nakikita nyo yung part na doon. No? Let, let us read a part of it. So, ang sabi doon, no? in Genesis chapter 15, verses 17 to, 9, 17 to 18, sabi niya, When the sun had gone down and it was dark, behold, a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch passed between these pieces. On that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham saying, To your offspring, I give this land. So in Genesis chapter 15, no, naghati ng, uh, nagkatay ng mga pigeon na hahayop sa Abraham, tas nilatag niya sa magkabilang side. No, dun sa, sa pathway, sa hallway na meron sila. So, ang, so, so ang covenant ni Lord, ang covenant na gagawin niya, is dapat lalakad si Abraham. Lalakad sila ni Lord actually, because God and Abraham is making that covenant. And if one of them did not keep their part of the covenant, magiging katulad sila nung hayop na pinatay. And in Genesis chapter 15, verse 17 to 18, pinatulog ni Lord si Abraham. And then, imbis na si Abraham yung lumakad dun sa, dun sa namatay na hayop, si Lord lang yung lumakad. So, meaning, when Abraham, nung nagising si Abraham, na-realize siya, this is a covenant-keeping God, that grabe yung pagmamahal ni Lord sa promise niya. Grabe yung kung, kung sino si Lord na pinapakilala niya yung sarili niya. Na pag kahit na hindi ko gawin yung part ko, gagawin pa rin ni Lord yung part niya. That's how faithful God is. Then we look at King David. Now, the Davidic covenant establishes that the Messiah would come from the lineage of David and the tribe of Judah. This again, a royal grant covenant. Dahil kahit anong mangyari, tinupad ni Lord, di ba? A few hundred years after the, that promise to King David, Jesus the Messiah came from the line of David. Tinupad ni Lord yung covenant. And we also have that covenant with Moses. Now, while God, now, there is a royal grant promise to, to Israel as His chosen people. Na kayo yung pinili ko, that's the royal grant promise. Kahit anong mangyari, kayo yung people ko, kayo yung pinili ko. But there is a part of the suzerain vassal wherein condition na may condition yung promise of Lord. This covenant pertains to a blessing and curses that are linked to their obedience or neglect to God's given laws. God is just saying yet that is just saying na kapag ka nag-obey ka dito sa covenant ko, no, I will have I will have blessings and kapag nag-disobey ka, merong merong curses. And now, that's where we are right now in the book of Isaiah. Ito yung background. It's a Mosaic covenant. Now, the start of Isaiah is a Mosaic covenant na sinasabi ni Lord na merong blessings and merong curses na mangyayari. So, when we read the book of Isaiah, hindi po to autobiography. Hindi po to kwento ng buhay ni Isaiah. If you read the book of Isaiah except for Isaiah chapter 6, Dun mo lang malalaman yung buhay ni Isaiah. We'll talk about it more, I think, third week or fourth week of this series. Isaiah is actually a masterpiece that shares a symphony of opposite themes. So Isaiah will tell stories of opposite direction like judgment and hope, servanthood and kingdom. We'll talk about trust and rebellion. We'll talk about arrogance and humiliation. But amidst those themes in, of, is God's 
faithfulness to fulfill His covenant. God remains able and He remains faithful to keep His covenant with His people. So yan yung background ng book of Isaiah. So when we read the book of Isaiah, maybe in your devotions over the next few days, no, I encourage you to, to go with us, to go through it with us in, in a different lens. The reason why I'm saying on a different lens because pag binabasa lang natin yung Isaiah, nakakaantok po talaga yan. No, ang tagal, 66 chapters, yung book of Isaiah, one of the best, but it's one of the best book. But unless we know what we're going to find, no, hanapin natin yung covenant-keeping God, hanapin natin yung reaction ng tao dun sa covenant niya, hanapin natin yung ginawa ng tao that in spite of the covenant-keeping God, he remained rebellious, he remained sinful to, to, the, to, uh, to a holy God, and tingnan natin anong ginawa ni God in return. And we're gonna know more in the book of Isaiah and join with us as we go through it. So the verses that we have read, Isaiah chapter 1, verses 12 to 20, is actually the same text that you're with us the past six weeks of the Salt and Light series. Same yung uh, text natin dun sa first week ng Salt and Light. We're looking at Genesis, uh, sorry, Isaiah chapter 1, verses 12 to 20. But today, no, the emphasis, yung emphasis natin is on God's commitment to His covenant that He remains faithful even in spite of, we, uh, of our unfaithfulness. That God's commitment to the covenant versus Israel's unfaithfulness, that unfaithfulness that is hidden on rituals. Let's read. Now, chapter 1, verse 12. Ang sabi dyan, when you come, to appear before me, who has required of you trampling of my courts, bring no more vain offerings, incense is an abomination to me, new moon and Sabbath, and a calling of convocation. I cannot endure iniquity and solemn assembly. If you read Isaiah chapter 1, verse 12 and 13, anong nangyari? Bakit parang pag-translate natin yan, bakit sabi ni Lord, wag nyo nang gawin niyang pag uh, pag uh, kakatay ng hayop. Huwag na kayo pumunta sa simbahan. Huwag na kayong mag-offer ng, uh, ng mga uh, ino-offering nyo. Yung incense, hindi na yan karapat-dapat. Does it mean, does, can, we, can we take it on a literal sense? No? Can we just, on a, on a, on a cultural context now, in, 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 when we read it, ah, pwede na palang, ano, hindi pumunta ng church. Ah, pwede na pala, no, na, na, ah, hindi na ako mag-offering. Sabi ni Lord, wag na mag-offering. But if we look closely to, to what we have read today, and tinan natin, ano ba yung hugot? Pero basahin ko muna sa Tagalog. Maganda sa Tagalog itong verse 12 and 13. Ang sabi dyan, Sino ang nagutos sa inyo na dalhin ang lahat ng ito kapag sumasang ba kayo sa akin? Sino ang nagutos sa inyo na tumapak sa aking templo? Tigilan nyo na ang pagdala ng handog na walang silbi. Nasusuklam ako sa amoy ng mga insenso nyo. Hindi ko na matiis ang mga pagtitipon nyo kapag pista ng pasimula at buwan Pasimula ng buwan at kapag araw ng pamamahinga, dahil kahit na nagtitipon kayo, gumagawa kayo ng kasamaan. Yun pala. Yun pala yung hugot ni Lord. No? Na hindi, hindi pinapatigil yung pagpunta sa church, na hindi pinapatigil yung pag-offering, na hindi pinapatigil yung mga bagay na ginagawa natin sa Kanya. Pero ito yung masakit doon ng minsan kahit ginagawa natin yung pag-offering, minsan pag ginagawa natin yung pagpunta sa church, minsan kahit na sobrang bait mo, malayo ka pa rin pala sa Kanya. Na kahit patuloy natin ginagawa no, mag-serve ka man sa ministry, meron palang point sa buhay natin na malayo tayo sa Kanya. Yun yung hugot 
And when we look at verse 2, now, pag natin yung verse 2, let's look at God's displeasure. Ano ba yung kinakaayawan niya? Bakit niya sinabi yung verses 12 and 13? If we look at verse 2, ang sabi dyan, Hear, O heavens, give ear, O earth, of the Lord, for the Lord has spoken. Children have I reared and brought up, but they have rebelled against me. So, this part of verse 2 is actually a court setting. So, God is now invoking the heavens and the earth. So, sa, sa tating mga Pilipino, meron tayong language na ganyan eh. Yung, yung saksikuman ang langit at lupa. Diba? Pag sinabi ng saksikuman ang langit at lupa, tinatawag mo na lahat na hindi tama itong sasabihin ko, na totoo itong sinasabi ko. Dahil kahit, na, kahit magunam ang mundo, kahit takloban ako ng, ng lupa, diba? totoo itong sinasabi ko. And that's what God is saying. God is now bringing the courtroom of heaven and earth no, into, into the language of verse 2. That these were God's chosen people. That they have turned their back from serving God and they have sinned over and over again. But the middle part of verse 2, it says, Children have I reared and brought up. You see, the relationship that we have as father and sons, father and daughter to, an unfaith, to, to a faithful God, that even though, di ba, parang ano lang yung normal na anak, yung kahit na sumusuway, kahit na grabe ang tigas ng ulo ng anak natin, di ba, we all still call them children. We still call them anak. No? Uh, sons and daughters, we still call them. It's the same thing of the relationship we have with God. That in spite of us being unfaithful, in spite of us you know, having that difficulty of, uh, of having this sin in us, we still can go to Him and call Him Father because we are His children. We need to have that repentant heart We'll talk about it more later. But, you know, God intended Israel to be a blessing to the nation. So when we talk about Israel before, now Israel is now the church. Israel is now the, the, the people of God preaching the gospel of good news. But instead, uh, he, he must call the nations to look on Israel's shame. So, baliktad ngayon yung nangyari. Imbis na yung Israel, yung chosen nation, imbis na sila yung lumalabas at nagpipreach ng gospel ni Lord, sinatawag ni Lord, tignan nyo tong mga anak ko, ang titigas ng ulo. And that's what God is saying in verse 2. The physical descendants of Abraham, God's chosen people, in spite of their disobedience. And then in the next verse, it says, the ox knows its owner and the donkey its master's scream. But Israel does not know my people. They do not understand. Now, God is now putting ox and uh, donkey as an example. Now, when, when I was reading this verse, no, bakit sa dinami-dami ng hayop, bakit particular si Lord dun sa ox at saka sa donkey? Now, they were saying that you know, the ox is actually a dumb animal, but still has enough sense to realize who feeds. No, kahit na sobrang dumb down ng donkey, alam niya, kilala niya kung sino yung nagpapakain sa kanya. And also, that donkey, no, na very stubborn animal, na yung donkey daw talagang sobra ang tigas ng ulo, na pagka, 
Diba? Hindi ka tulad ng, ng kabayo yan na pagkahinatak mo yung ano. Diba? Talagang susunod. Sa donkey daw hindi, lumalaban daw talaga. Yung paghinatak mo ng kaliwa, kanan pa rin ang punta. Na pagkahinatak mo ng kanan, kaliwa pa rin yung punta. Kapinapatigil, sige, ano pa rin. And hanggang paluin na siya nung, uh, nung may-ari niya. And ganun daw kakulit yung donkey. Ganun ka-stubborn. And yet, ang sabi dyan, alam pa rin niya kung sino yung may-ari sa kanya. And now, Israel is now being likened to the donkey and being likened to the ox. Na sobrang tigas ng ulo, pero alam nila kung sino yung master nila. And yet, it says that, but Israel does not know my people do not understand. Ang question, meron pa ba tayong ginagawa kay Lord? Yung mer- yung alam natin na meron tayong ginagawa kay Lord. Pero alam nating malayo tayo sa Kanya. Alam natin na sobrang busy natin sa paggawa ng pinapagawa ni Lord and yet sobrang layo natin dun sa relationship na meron tayo sa Kanya. The next few verses answers that question. In verse 4, it says, Ah, sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, offspring of evildoers, children who deal Corruptly, they have forsaken the Lord. They have decided the Holy One of Israel. They are utterly estranged. After being an example of the donkey and the ox, God gave this verse. Grabe yung ginawa ng Israel sa kanya. Nung binasa ko nga, sabi ko, grabe naman itong mga Israelite nito. But until I looked into the mirror, until I looked into the Word of God, parang ako to eh. Parang buhay ko lang to eh na kahit no, sobrang busy natin, sobrang busy ko sa paggawa ng kunag, there are just circumstances in my life that I'm really far away from God. There are just circumstances in our lives that even though no, nag-offering tayo, even though we go to church, na even though we serve in the ministry, even though no, nag-service ka ng 9, 11, 3, tas 5, tanood ka pa ng mga replay, o online service, and yet your heart is far away from God. That it's really possible because yung relationship natin sa Kanya, but in spite of that relationship, in spite of us being unfaithful to God, He remains faithful to His covenant. He remains a faithful God. So ito na yung mga kasalanan nung nilista ni Lord. Yung mga kasalanan, check. to check. Ito, ito people laden with dignity, check. Offspring of evildoers, check. No, children who deal corruptly, check. No. Parang tayo din to eh. We have forsaken the Lord. Check. No? They have despised the Holy One of Israel. They have utterly strange. And yet, he, ito na, nilatag na ni Lord yung mga kasalanan ng Israelites. If we look into the mirror, parang tayo rin yung kausap niya. No, I preached, I think, a few weeks ago. No, nung, I think I, I preached Isaiah chapter 53 or 54. 55 yata. When... Parang yung nangyayari sa Israel that time, parang 2021 lang. Diba? Parang tayo ito eh. Tayo itong mga, tayo itong mga kinakausap na, kinakausap ni Lord through the, to the prophet Isaiah. And then jumping on to verse 11, ang sabi niya, Want to me is the multitude of your sacrifices, says the Lord. I have had enough of burnt offerings of rams. I have fat of... And the fat of well-fed beasts, I do not delight in the blood of bulls or of the lambs or of the goats. You see, God has found these sacrifices. God has found these sacrifices meaningless. He wants their obedience and love, not their sacrifices. Now, our sacrifices should be out of love and obedience 
to God. I think that's the point of what Isaiah is making. That the reason why we're doing these things for God, the reason why sobrang, sobrang, you know, yung, yung eagerness natin to serve God, the reason why we sing to church, the reason why we preach the gospel, the reason why we share the word of God, it's because it should be out of our love and out of our obedience to God. Kapag ka hindi ito yung hugot natin as, as Christians na ginagawa natin, it's, it's not out of obedience, it's not out of love for God, there will come a time na mapapagod na tayo. There will come a time na yung ayam mo nang pumunta ng church. There will come a time na, Lord, ayoko na mag-pray, ayoko na, ayoko na parang wala naman akong, hindi kita nararamdam, I was busy in the, in the kingdom, but I, am not, I don't have that relationship with the king. At pag dumating na yung time na pagod na tayo, and that's the time that, Lord, we check our relationship with Him. We check, Lord, am I really doing this out of my love and out of my obedience to You? Or am I doing this because gusto ko lang makilala ko ng tao? Or gusto ko lang na tumatayo sa stage? Or gusto ko lang na gusto ko lang makilala ko ng mga tao sa paligid ko? Na gusto ko lang sumigat if that is yung hugot natin kapag nagsiserve kay Lord? It's, it's, there will come a time na papapagod tayo, will be burnt out, and you will be, Lord, titigil ko na itong ginagawa ko. Because it's not out of our obedience. It's not out of the love for God. Or minsan, ginagawa natin, yung ina-ex-deal natin si Lord. Ano yung ex-deal? Yung, Lord, gagawin ko to pero gusto ko to ito yung kapalit. Lord, magsiserve ako sa'yo, pero gusto ko ito yung kapalit. No, ito yung gagawin ko itong mga pinapagawa mo, pero ito yung kapalit nun, Lord, ha? Nisan tayo yung nag-exdeal kay Lord. Diba? If, if that's the case, then this is what Isaiah chapter 1, 11, 12 is saying, that wag na, wag nyo nang gawin. Diba? Wag na kayong pumunta sa simbahan, wag na kayong mag-offering if, the, if ganun lang naman yung, yung gusto nyo gawin. That's the reason why we do things for God out of our love and obedience to Him. Now in verse 12, yun pala, Kaya pala sinabi ni Lord dun sa verse 12 that when you come to appear before me who has required of you this trampling of my courts, bring no more offerings, incense is an abomination to me, new moon and Sabbath and the calling of the convocation, I cannot endure the iniquity and solemn assembly. God does not want formality if it's not acquainted with sincerity. Let me repeat that. God does not want formality if it's not acquainted with sincerity. Na minsan, sobrang pagkakaformal lang. Yung formality lang ang gusto. Yung, yun, yung, yun yung fasad na meron tayo. No, na pagka pumasok ka ng pinto ng simbana mo, yun yung pagpumasok ka. Yung, yung, yung magbabago ka ng anyo. Tapos paglabas mo, oh, BSTG, balik sa dating gawe. No? No, yung, yung uh, nung pumasok ka, anak ka ng Diyos, paglabas mo, anak ng demonyo. Yun yung pag Monday to Friday, iba ang buhay natin, double lifestyle. Pag Sunday, okay na okay tayo. Okay, Lord, grabe ang fire sa pagsaserve ng ministry. But God is saying, my son, anak kita, pero you stop doing that. No, my, my daughter, you, you keep on doing this in serving me, but you need to stop doing that because I'm not after formality. No, I'm after formality with, with sincerity. No, in carrying out that required sacrifices, they lost the meaning of sacrifice. 
na ginagawa lang natin dahil ito na yung linggo, uh, ilang taon ko nang ginagawa ito every Sunday, parang automatic na. It's not out of our love and our obedience to God. It's naging habit na lang, not an act of love for God. Na naging parang obligation na lang, but because we love to fellowship with God and His people, we still do it. Hindi lang siya formality, it should be acquainted with sincerity. Hindi siya, ah, okay na pala, mag, di magsimba, basta maging sincere lang. Hindi, hindi yun ganun. You still need to go to church, you still need to, to, to give to the poor, you still need to, to, to bless the fatherless, you still need to do that because of that is the outflow of our relationship with God. It's not, it should not be done out of obligation, but because we love to have fellowship with God and with His people. That is God's displeasure. Verses 2 to 12. Now we go to God's requirement. Mayroong binigay na requirement. Remember, this is a covenant keeping God. Now, do your part. I will do your, God will do His part. Let us do our part. Yun yung sinasabi ng covenant keeping. Uh, ng covenant ni Lord dun sa Isaiah. It's a Mosaic covenant. Now, if you read, I think, Deuteronomy chapter 28, Leviticus chapter 16, dun mo makikita yung list ng uh, ng covid ng requirements dun sa covenant ni Lord uh, being a blessing and being a curse so in verses 16 to 17 God gave a requirement it says in verse 16 and 17 wash yourselves make yourselves clean remove the evil deeds from before your eyes cease to do evil learn to do good seek justice correct oppression bring justice to the fatherless plead the widow's case so this verse has actually eight requirements, eight imperatives. No, it's a requirement. So ito, next slide. So nilagay ko, kinolor coding ko na para makita natin kung ano yung pinapagawa So wash yourselves, make yourselves seen. The first requirement, remove the evil deeds of your, remove the evil deeds from before your eyes is a second requirement. Cease to do evil. Third requirement, learn to do good. Fourth requirement, seek justice. Fifth requirement, correct the oppression. Uh, sixth, seventh requirement, help the, bring the justice of others, plead the widow's case. Those are the requirements na pinapagawa ni Lord. Ang tanong dyan. So para tong checklist actually to us Christians now. It's a checklist to them in the Israel before. But tina natin, meron ba tayong check dun sa mga bagay na yun? It's a very difficult thing to do. So if we put it in Two categories. The first one is cleaning ourselves. The second one is being, has a new life. And that's the beauty of the covenant relationship that we have with God. That's the beauty of Him being faithful to His covenant. Bakit? Because the, the moment we cannot do these eight things, we can always go back to God and ask for repentance. We can always go back to God and Lord, ang hirap gawin to, tong pinapagawa mo, but I still need to do this because of your grace that, that was given to me. Repentance will always be the key. This is the answer to the problem. That is the answer to God's displeasure that we must repent our sins. Repentance is turning the other way. No, turning the opposite directions that we have seen on this part of the spectrum. We have God on this part of the spectrum. No, yung, yung, yung pamumuhay natin, minsan papunta sa kasalanan. Eh, na minsan, hindi, dito, dito tayo nakarapat. Repentance is saying, we turn around, we look 
into who God is. Now, the moment we step in faith and says, Lord, I'm gonna obey you, I'm gonna repent my sin, mas lalo kang lumalayo dun sa kasalanan na meron tayo. Mas lalo, the moment we have that relationship with God, that intimate relationship with God, no, minsan we're just busy of trying not to do the sins. Minsan, no, yung, yung nagpapakahirap tayo para tanggihan ng kasalanan, nagpapakahirap tayo para, no, we focus our effort not to do that sin. But God is saying, don't focus on that effort. Focus on the covenant-keeping God. Focus your effort on who God is and the relationship that we have with Him. And that is because once we step towards that faith, that obedience to God, hindi natin mapapansin yung kasalanan natin. Bigla na lang, imo yun, yung, yung, uh, yung, how many of you, this past few weeks, no? sobrang, sobrang nag-trending si Tony Gonzaga, di ba? Tony Talks. But tatlong tao yung in-interview niya, Baron Geisler, Rika Paralejo Bonifacio. And sino yung isa? Si Jobert, no? yung comedian. And isa lang, those three people, laging yung turning point is repentance. That, you know, yung basag olero na lagi na nakikipag-away. Yung nakilala niya si Lord. Yung, when, we have, when, when Baron had that relationship with God, no, bigla na lang nawala yung pagiging bad boy image. Bigla na lang naging nawala yung, ah, okay na pala yung because of that relationship. Rika Paralejo Bonifacio has the same story. Jobert has the same story. The repentance of sin is turning away from sin and then focusing the relationship with God. We must walk in the path that God has provided for us. Each and every one of us has that will of God in our lives. Each and every one of us, na meron, that, meron relationship kay Lord. But when we look, let's look at the verse again. It says there, wash yourselves, make yourselves clean. Remove, evil deeds from your, remove the evil from your deeds before my eyes. But if you look closely, hindi mo naman talaga kayang gawin. We cannot wash ourselves because we're, we're, we're man and we're sinful from the inside. We have that uh, sinful nature in us. But Isaiah here, but God is saying through Isaiah, wash does that indicate that a sinner may cleanse himself. Nor it does refer to mere ritual washing. Rather, it indicates that the sinner must accept the cleansing offered by the Lord. A cleansing of the heart resulting in true repentance. Yeah, yung pala yun, that we must accept who God is, ano yung kaya niyang gawin sa buhay natin. And because of that, no, we walk towards that will of the Father, will of God, and then we, yung kasalanan nasa likuran na natin. What God requires are righteousness and justice as the standard for godly living. And this are to be manifested in doing the in helping the helpless, oppress, oppress the fatherless and the widow. This is just exactly like the Christian walking in the newness of life. That once we accepted Christ as our Savior, yung nasa second part ng verse is just a result. It's just us being the salt and light is the result. We don't strive for it yung automatic nang nagkakaroon nun because of that intimate relationship we have with God. 
And I like what Dr. John Oswald says. It says, anyone can perform rituals. But the person who acts like God is the person who has entered into a life-changing relationship with Him. And that is clearly what God wants. Yun yung gusto ni Lord, that we go into that intimate relationship with Him. Because once we go to that intimate relationship with Him, life-changing yung relationship na yun. Life-changing yung experience na meron tayo kay Lord. Life-changing yung, yung goodness ni Lord, yung faithfulness niya is always life-changing. Paul was saying in Romans chapter 6 that we were buried therefore with him by baptism unto death in order that just as Christ raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we might too, we might, we too might walk in the newness of life. That because of the righteousness that God has bestowed upon us, that because uh, of, of God, Jesus dying on that cross for our sins and the righteousness was now bestowed in us, we too might walk in the newness of life. But doing the will of God is very difficult because we know, the first thing we need to know is we cannot do the will of God until we know what, that, what His will is. And we cannot know what His will is if we don't read our scriptures, if we don't read the Bible, if we don't pray, we don't have that church community with us helping and striving and praying with and for us to walk in that newness of life. If you're watching us and you're just near our place in Carmona, if you don't have a victory group yet, I encourage you to reach out to our Victory Carmona page, send a message, encourage you to have that victory group. Encourage you to have that person be accountable to and for. Because mas, mas okay kapag ganun na yung buhay. See, we cannot walk this Christian life alone. So, mahirap mag-walk sa Christian life yung walang nagpipray sa'yo, yung walang nag-encourage sa'yo. Because when the times that we are down, those people will pray for us. Those people will encourage us to continue to walk in that path that God has made for us, that continue to walk in that will of God. Now, here comes God's invitation. In verse 18, it says, Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. Remember, sabi ko kanina, yung verse 2 is actually is a courtroom language. Now we have another courtroom language. The word reason there is actually a courtroom language. It is expressed as an offer of free pardon and a chance of new life. Now God is saying, whatever circumstance na meron ka sa buhay mo, whatever difficulties na meron ka, whatever season, na minsan meron tayong season na, Lord, hihintayin ko na lang na bumait ako, na Lord, hihintayin ko na lang na maging okay yung relationship ko, na Lord, hihintayin ko na lang na, ma, na okay na yung buhay ko. No, no, God is not saying that. 
God is saying, wherever you are, whatever circumstance you are right now, whatever difficulties na meron ka, na kahit na lugmuk na lugmuk ka na sa kasalanan, or kahit you're in the mountains of that relationship to God, God is saying, come now, let us reason together. The beautiful thing about the Almighty God is that He will reason with us. That is His faithfulness expressed God educates and mediates in every season of our lives. Na come as we are. Na kahit anong circumstance na meron tayo, lapit lang tayo kay Lord. Na kahit lugmog na lugmog na tayo sa lanan, huwag nyo nang hintayin, huwag nyo natin hintayin na bumait tayo dahil hindi mangyayari yun. Lumapit na tayo kay Lord. Lumapit na tayo sa Kanya. God is now inviting His children. God is now inviting you, my son, you, my daughter, to come and have fellowship with me. Let us reason together. Our sin is described as scarlet and red like crimson. When I was reading this verse, bakit sobrang, sobrang galing nung pagkakagawa? I say it's one of the best prophets writing this. Grabe, sabi ko, bakit sobrang specific crimson? Bakit sobrang specific na scarlet? Bakit sobrang specific na snow yung ginamit? Bakit hindi white lang? Bakit hindi, di ba? Bakit hindi uh, whiteboard, di ba? Bakit hindi ganun? Bakit snow yung ginamit? Bakit hindi pader yung ginamit? Bakit, bakit wool yung ginamit? And when I realized that the sin that we have is scarlet, it's, it's like an, a, a scarlet and a crimson. It's actually referring to the blood guiltness before God. What does it mean, blood guiltness? It's like committing a murder. The blood, yung pinatay, is in the hands of pumatay, dun sa pumatay. And yun yun. We were, that's a sin that, that likens crimson and likens scarlet is the hands, yung, yung hands natin is so bloody. Yung hands natin na kahit anong gawin natin, na kahit anong hugas natin, no? kahit na yung conscience natin, nandun yung kasalanan natin, na alam natin na makasalanan tayo. And the beauty of Isaiah saying, it's the, they shall be white as snow, and that became wool. Snow and wool were used. Whiteness comes naturally from it. We do not need to do anything for the snow to be white or for the wool to be white. Naganon pala yun. The reason why it's black in us as snow because wala tayong kailangan gawin para maging white yung crimson na kamay natin. Wala tayong kailangan gawin para maging, maging wool yung, yung, yung scarlet na, na, na kasalanan natin. It's because of the righteousness of Christ that is in us. It's the holiness of God Now, when God is seeing us as, as as a sinner, he doesn't see the sin anymore. He sees the righteousness that we have because of that relationship we have with God. There is no way that we can completely do away with our own sin. It will be the righteousness of God that can turn that scarlet red into a snowy white and that crimson red to become a wool. Because hindi, hindi mo pwedeng putiin na yung snow. Puti na yun talaga. Yun pala yun. The snow is beautiful, white, and falls from heaven with no effort of our own. Salvation is the same way. God Himself reconciles 
Himself. God Himself reconciles to man. Salvation and freedom from sin is a free gift coming from God. We have no part of it. Wala tayong magagawa para maligtas. It is just a blessing from God. Now, yesterday we have that Victory Week and 14s and and that's why, grabe, I'd like to thank Kuya Rodel and Ate Susan and the volunteers of the Kids Church and all those parents that, you know, na nag-one-to-one sa mga anak nila. And, you know, as early as, as grabe, no, I think 10, 12, 13, no, yun yung age nung, uh, nung kausap namin kahapon. And like the volunteers na lang yan. And meron pa rin mamaya continuation. But I'd like to, grabe yung, yung experience na, Bine victory weekend mo yung ganung kababat, ganung ka, ganung ka young at their age, you know, because the next generation should be, should be, you know, yung rooted in the word of God. The next generation should be hold, be yung kanan yung angko nila nasa 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 sa word ni God. It's because when difficulties come, when 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 circumstances come come, come in their lives, alam nila Lord, ganto eh. you're faithful, you are you are you yung, yung blessing na meron tayo with with that faith, with that unfailing God. It's because you know the precious blood of the Lamb of Christ covered our sin with His righteousness. Come as we are, wherever circumstances na meron tayo, come as you are. No, kahit na kahit na lugmok na lugmok God is saying, "Come, my son, my daughter." Kahit na sobrang hirap na ng circumstances na meron ka, come, my son, my daughter, because I am a faithful God. Now, God is God's displeasure. That is God's requirement. And that is God's invitation. The cross is an ever-present reminder that man is unable to save himself. Whenever we look into that cross, whenever we have that reminder of that cross 2,000 years ago, I was tasked to, to, to do the teaching on the cross yesterday to the victory weekend and I was praying Lord paano ko explain ang propitiation expiation uh, substitution sa mga batang 10 11 12 isa matanda ka mahirap explain eh. but my prayer is Lord I'm gonna explain it to the simplest term I can but here's my prayer kayo na po yung bahalang mag-encounter sa kanila Lord, you are a faithful God. That in spite of the difficulty na, grabe pagka, pagkasal na kinag-usapan, parang, because I'm really unworthy, you were really unworthy of receiving the gospel of God. We're really unworthy of having that faithfulness of God. That in spite of that difficulty, in spite of that circumstance na meron tayo, God always remains faithful to what He says. God is really faithful to sa covenant niya that in spite of that difficulty na meron tayo, in spite of that circumstance na meron tayo, na kahit na lugmok na lugmok na tayo sa kasahan, in spite of, Lord, ayoko na mag-pray, Lord, kahit sa pagkain, ayoko na mag-pray, Lord, kahit na, no, ayoko na mag-share ng word, ayoko na magbasa ng word mo, but God is saying, my son, my daughter, Come as you are, because you cannot do this on your own. It's the cross is an ever-present reminder that man is unable to save himself.
As I end, no, let me end with this scripture and then we're gonna sing a song. Jesus, our Savior. In John chapter 7, verses 37 to 38, John is saying that in the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and cried out. It's the last day of the feast and it was still God who initiated that relationship with his son and with his daughter. He was the one who cried out and stood up. And he says, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. God is saying that I am a faithful God and my words were inviting. My words were satisfying and my words were life-giving. And that's the beauty of God being faithful to His covenant. That's the beauty of God saying these words to us now Christians, to us now if you have Christ in your heart. His words are inviting. His words are satisfying. And His words are life-giving. Or maybe you're that person that doesn't have that relationship with God yet. It's not too late, my friend. It's not too late. God is saying, my son, my daughter, it's not too late. It's because um, the same words to those that has Christ in their hearts, the same inviting words, I am extending my invitation to you. You're the person that doesn't have that relationship with God yet, and yet He is the same person that stood out and cried out saying, it's not too late, my son, my daughter. It's not too late to come to me. And once we experience that relationship with Him, your soul will be satisfied and your soul will be life-giving. So as we sing this song, Jesus, my Savior, I hope and pray. If you're that person na hindi pa nakakilala kay Lord, it's not too late to have that relationship with God. Because He will be the Lamb, He's the Lamb that was slaughtered 2,000 years ago and on that cross, He paid for the penalty of your sin. And on that cross, your, son, your sins are like crimson, but they can turn it as white as snow. Your sins are like scarlet but they can be white as the wool. And if you're that person that has that relationship, and yet, Lord, ang layo ng intimacy ko sa'yo. Lord, ang layo ng relationship ko sa'yo. I'm doing this for your kingdom, and yet, Lord, ang layo ng buhay ko dun sa gusto mong mangyari sa buhay ko. My son, my daughter, it's not too late to walk in that newness of life just as God has promised because He is ever faithful. And He is a covenant-keeping God. Come as we are, my son, my daughter. Come as we are. Jesus, we're still our Savior. 
Jesus will continue to be our Savior whatever circumstance na meron tayo. Let's sing that song today. Let's just call to God. He is our Savior. He is the lover of our soul. And He is a covenant keeper. Hallelujah. Jesus, my Savior, lover of my soul, your sacrifice be Thank you. Because you're a promise-keeping God. You're ever faithful, Lord. When you say you will come for us, you will come, Lord. 
You only want our heart, Lord. Lord, you ask forgiveness for unbelief. You ask forgiveness for our stupidity in life, Lord. We ask forgiveness sa sobrang tigas ng ulo namin, Lord, and yet you're still faithful. In spite of those circumstances na meron kami, Lord, you're still remained faithful in our lives, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for keeping your promise, for keeping your covenant. Thank you, Lord, for dying on that cross 2,000 years ago. Because of that, we can have that relationship with you and come to you as sons and as daughters. Thank you for the life that you have given to us. Thank you for living the sinless life. And because of that, you were resurrected. And we have that hope, Lord, that your resurrection can give us a life that has meaning. Your, your, your resurrection can give us a life that is full of purpose and full of hope. Thank you, Lord. Apart from you, Lord, we can really do nothing. Apart from your grace, apart from your love, we can do nothing, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And as we end this service today, Lord, may you remain faithful. May you remain a covenant-keeping God, Lord, that you will never change. You're the God of Abraham. You're the God of Isaac. You're the God of Jacob. And it's the same God that we are serving right now. We are the same God that we have that relationship with as sons and as daughters. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the mercy and the grace, the strength. As we go on through this week, Lord, may your blessing be upon us. And as I declare peace and provision to each and everyone, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His continence upon you and give you peace. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for watching our online service. Our service has ended. May God bless everyone. Thank you for listening. We hope you were encouraged by the message today. Feel free to share this episode to your friends too. Subscribe and follow us on Facebook and YouTube for videos and updates. For more information about our church, visit Victory Carmona Facebook page.